This is David Wheaton. The following is a TCW short take, a bite-sized highlight from the Christian Worldview radio program. You can hear the full program at thechristianworldview.org. What is the key interest of the U.S. in opposing Russia in the war in Ukraine? Well, I think the reason that so many very powerful people are so obsessed with the war in Ukraine and perpetuating it is precisely because of what we just went over in the last brief segment that we had from their perspective, the desirability of war as a catalyst for advancing the globalist cause. I believe that these very powerful individuals and the the powers and principalities behind them want to see a third world war. And whether they get that from Russia, Ukraine, causing kind of an East versus West conflict, whether they get that from Taiwan, the the free Chinese versus the communist Chinese, whether they get that through Israel versus uh, the Arabs, I don't think they care all that much. The main purpose, the main goal for them is to have a massive global conflagration. Now, everybody who is supporting this doesn't necessarily see the big picture. You have the weapons contractors that see dollar signs. They want to boost their share prices. They want to get a bigger bonus this year. They want to sell more weapons to the belligerent parties, right? So there are lots of other lesser interests that don't necessarily understand the big picture. But these evildoers are masters of setting up a system of incentives whereby they can get a big enough coalition to support their agenda. And so I think World War II gives us a really good illustration of why this is so important for them, right? They tried after World War I to set up the architecture of what they called global governance. They set up the League of Nations and other institutions. Now, the U.S. Senate overwhelmingly (laughs) declined to participate in this. And so they went back to the drawing board and then World War II came along. Well, World War II and really the aftermath of World War II, the terrible, terrible destruction, the tens of millions of people who died in that horrific conflict, that paved the way directly. And there's no dispute about this for the creation of basically all of the institutions of global governance that we can think of today. The United Nations was born in the aftermath of World War II. The IMF the World Bank, the nucleus of what eventually became the European Union, right? At the time, it was called the European Coal and Steel Community, but that was expanded and built out and and gradually grabbed new powers to the point where it eventually became a super state that now rules over 27 formerly sovereign, formerly independent nations of Europe. So I think from their perspective, if they can turn this into a very serious global conflagration, it would pave the way for finally further strengthening the UN to the point where countries and governments could be persuaded to hand over their military power. And and this has been part of the UN agenda for a very long time. They want to centralize control over all the militaries of the world. That's not to say that every national government in the world would be disarmed, but they'd only be allowed to keep such weapons as they would need to basically maintain internal stability and, and suppress any problems that they might have within their own borders. But at the international level, they would quote unquote, pursue global peace. So I believe at the highest levels, that is really what they're angling for. Uh, Of course, there are, again, the major business interests. You know, there's a lot of people with financial ties there. I've done a lot of work on this. The Biden administration is directly connected to this. To me, it's unbelievable that the media has not talked about this. But Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma, the major Ukrainian energy company, the gas company, being paid $50,000 a month to sit on this board. And of course, the owner of Burisma, a major Ukrainian oligarch, incidentally, with uh, strong ties to the Kremlin, actually is the one who built 
Vladimir Zelensky out of nothing, right? He, he owned a TV network. They made Zelensky this superstar fake president on a TV show. They basically paved the way for Zelensky to come into power. And so you have these very, very obvious, nobody disputes these very obvious conflicts of interest going on here, and yet nobody is talking about them. So the official narrative that some of the U.S. congressmen are putting out is that if we don't stop Russia and Ukraine, then we're going to be uh, having to fight them, send our sons and daughters to fight them you know, next year. I don't think that's really what they're concerned about. I think there are much bigger, more subversive agendas at work here. And you know, none of this should be interpreted as a defense of Putin or what he's doing or, or any of those things. Uh, I think the reality is there are very powerful vested interests that want war for a variety of reasons. And I would argue that at the highest levels, the most important reason is the possibility of using a war to eventually undermine national sovereignty um, and spark a whole range of other crises that would produce the type of policies that they want to see. This has been a short take from the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and connect with this nonprofit radio ministry, go to thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.